Welcome to the Igniting Hope Podcast, where you will experience catalytic encouragement and practical tools to renew your mind with truth instead of lies, so you can experience transformation in your emotions, circumstances, and influence. Let's break off self-limiting beliefs together like never before. The title of today's podcast and message is Positively Influencing Your Leaders. This is going to be a good one. I believe it has potential to help you understand your leaders like never before, you being a key person to cause them to go to the next level. Hey, before we get into that message, let me tell you a few things happening at Igniting Hope Ministries, February 7th. I'm going to be with Jim Baker from Wealth with God. We're going to be doing a master class on finances. Jim is such a, a pivotal person in the world and the kingdom on that. We did it last year. We're going to do it again this year. We'll be re- doing a master class in the morning, repeating it later in the day, two different time zones. Jim's going to be sharing his insights on finances. I'm going to be contributing some thoughts as well. And it's just going to lead into the possibility of you connecting with Jim in his Wealth with God program that has really set so many people free in finances. And then February 14th, we're doing our annual 40-day negativity fast, positivity feast. Got two levels, free level. Most people do that. We got a secondary level for those who want more and ignitinghopeacademy.com. By the way, the Wealth with God, we're going to be sending an email out through our ignitinghope.com platform. If you're not signed up for our newsletter, you can find info there or contact us at info at ignitinghope.com. I'll share more, a little bit more about that at the end, plus talk about Vision Partners, something new we've started for those who want to uh, give regularly to Igniting Hope Ministries. But let's talk about positively influencing your leaders. I like the story in 1 Samuel 9 where Saul, who became the first king of Israel, they had lost their donkeys, and uh, he was going to go talk to the prophet Samuel, but he was hesitant, and his servant was a key in influencing his leader positively that ultimately caused him to become king. Wow. Jonathan in 1 Samuel 14 had his armor bearer, and he uh, positively influenced uh, Jonathan in what he said to him that pushed him over the top to bring great victory and a revival (laughs) uh, over the being oppressed by the Philistines. I think about in first in Exodus 17, where Aaron and her positively influenced their leader Moses by holding his arms up in the air so that Joshua who's fighting the battle would have victory. And that story is such an imagery of what I'm going to be sharing today. Now, let me just say this before I get into specifically on how to positively uh, influence your leaders. Let me just say this, that this is not something that we're to do just so that we can get a position, so that we can get favor. Now, we, we do it because it's the right thing to do. And if God wants to use that uh, for greater 
uh, open doors under the particular leader or leaders that you're helping, great. But as we do it with an open heart, then that that comes from purer motives, which is even going to be make it more effective and also is going to increase the likelihood of doors uh, being opened. Now, I'm going to give you five ways to positively influence your leaders. Let me just read them first, and then I'll talk about each of them. Number one is, is know you are called to be under their leadership. Number two, uh, pray for them. Three, honor and encourage them. Four, win them to yourself before winning them to your words. And five, have a life-giving plan in how to communicate ideas and concerns. So number one is know you are called under their leadership. Now, I can we can talk about whether this is a senior pastor in a church, a leader in a ministry, a boss that you have at a job, a manager at a job, a nonprofit organization that you're under, or or could be a coach, could be there's there's just so many different settings where we're under a leader. Now, many of you who are listening, you're leading others. But I believe whether we're leading others or not, we're still under leaders in different realms and different environments or, or different groups. So know you are called to be under their leadership. This is going to give us the strength uh, and ability to navigate the normal relational things that happen uh, in a leader-follower relationship. Matthew 4, 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. The quality of our lives depends on our identifying what we believe God has said. I can put up with a lot of things I don't like in environments that I'm in if I have a word that I'm to be in that environment, that I'm to be under a particular leader. I'm supposed to be in a particular place. But if I don't have a word, if I'm not confident and I don't feel called under under particular leaders, then I'm going to be moved negatively. I'm going to be tossed to and fro by things that I don't like. And by the way, every leader you're ever going to be under, there's going to be things you don't like because there's no perfect leader. (laughs) God calls us the imperfect leaders. And obviously, if someone's leadership is dysfunctional and abusive and um, just unless we've got a strong word, yeah, the greater the risk we take is the greater the word we need. We're we're not going to stay under those kind of leaders. But most of the leaders that I'm talking about in this are not like that. They may have weaknesses, they character flaws. But the key is if we're going to positively influence the leaders over us, number one, we need to know and be assured we're supposed to be under their leadership. Number two is pray for them. I love Jeremiah 29 Seven. We know Jeremiah 29, 11 is a great hope verse, but verse seven of Jeremiah is so good. It says, and seek the peace of the city where I have caused 
you to, to be carried away captive and pray to the Lord for it, for in its peace, you will have peace. And so in this situation where their leaders are over us, our leaders they didn't even choose to have in Babylon, and they're disappointed with where they've ended up, even in that environment, the Lord says, pray for the peace of the city, pray for, basically pray for the leaders uh, over you, and in its peace, you're going to have peace. Prayer is powerful. 1 Timothy 2 talks about giving thanks for all men and for kings and authorities. And it basically says that, that in that, that it will create a peace and that people uh, will be saved. So prayer is so vital to pray for the leaders over us. Why don't you just think of a leader over you right now and just take a moment and and just just pray a, a short prayer for them. Yeah, thank you, Lord, for Bill Johnson. Thank you for Chris Valentin. Thank you for um, Governor uh, Newsom. Thank you, Lord, for President Biden. Thank you, Jesus. I pray you'd strengthen them. Prayer is is powerful. It is is powerful. Th- thirdly, on how to positively influence our leaders is honor and encourage them. Honor and encourage them. I love I love honor, a culture of honor. And we think about Ephesians 6 where it says, Children, honor your parents for this is the first commandment with promise that it may go well with you and you may live long on the earth. Honor is such a, is a, such a powerful thing that creates well-being. It's a, it's a hard obedience is an outward act. Honor is an inward attitude. It says in Matthew chapter 10, in, in I think it's verse 42 to 44, right in there, it talks about receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, and you're going to receive a prophet's reward. Honor a pastor in the name of a pastor, you're going to receive a pastor's reward. Honor apostle. Now, listen, Honor is that we still are able to see the gift on a person and not stumble at his or her faults. Now, honor encourages them. Hebrews 10, 24 says, Consider one another to stir up love and good works. And the question that I ask that I believe is the question about how to consider someone, including your leaders over you, is what do I like about them? What do I like about them? We, we can't be fixated on what's wrong with the leaders over us. We, we can't just be um, negativists and people who are, are unable to receive what's on a leader because we keep focusing on what we believe is wrong with them. That isn't going to work for them. It's not going to work for us. As we identify, and I've I, I lead, I, I've been a senior pastor, I lead right now, and, and, and I'm under others. And as we identify what we like about them and then speak it out and appreciate and say, thank you for this, thank you for that, I value this. You know, it's amazing to me, even as I was a senior leader, how few people actually did that. They're... they're some were afraid to do that because they would 
think I would stop working on on what they thought I needed to work on. <laughs> Others just maybe they they liked me or or but they didn't speak encouragement. The the amount of people who actually speak out things that they appreciate about the leaders over them is few. And I believe you want to be that. You, you're a hope bringer. You're an igniting hope bringer. And you also are going to bring hope to leaders over you. Every leader needs encouragement. I used to be able to criticize senior church leaders until I became one. <laughs> then, I, then I understood, wow, there's more things to consider than I thought. Wow. So honor them, encourage them, and and believe, ha, cause them to believe you really care about them. Number four is win them to yourself before winning them to your words. First Peter 3, 1 says, without a word, talking to wives, your husbands may be won by the conduct, husbands may be won by the conduct of their wives. Wives here are told to win their unbelieving husbands through their behavior so that their husbands would respect what they would say. In the same way, leaders will be much more likely to listen to people of integrity, excellence, humility, and victory. If our life is not something people can admire, then our advice and words will not be as powerful as we would like them to be. So I want to live in such a way that the leaders over me would like to have 50 of me. 50 of me. Win them to yourself. And then your words. And then number five is have a life-giving plan of how to communicate ideas and concerns. Now, here's some ideas on this. Number one is major and major issues and not nitpicky minor issues. Secondly, learn to give ideas in a way where the leader feels 100% free to accept those ideas or not. You know, I think of examples where I've led church services and somebody would come up to me and say, Steve, I've got a prophetic word and I believe God has said it needs to be released now or we're missing it. Now, they may not say those exact words, but that's how I feel. Versus someone saying, hey, Steve, I'm just sensing the Lord is highlighting this verse and I believe it might be a good word for now, but if you don't feel it is, I'm fine with that. And really believe, really them Convince sharing a heart that I that is makes that very believable. Thirdly, give your leader the benefit of the doubt before concluding you understand the details about something that's bothering you. Give them the benefit of the doubt. Seek first to understand before you seek to be understood. Wow. Four, don't speak negatively about your leader to others. I mean, that seems like a no-brainer, but it's, it's so often in the name of, of processing, or people 
will throw their leaders under the bus and, and release a negative spirit about their leader to other people. And, and so don't talk to other people, but go directly to the leader, to your leader about concerns, uh, etc. Um, five, ask questions to make sure you understand. And six, if possible, bring another unbiased person with you if you need to press in deeper in a matter with your leaders. Bring an unbiased person with you uh, if you feel like you need to press in deeper with your leaders. Now, these five um, ways to positively influence your leader, I believe, are powerful. Number one, know you are called to be under their leadership. Two, pray for them. Three, honor and encourage them. Four, win them to yourself before winning them to your words. And five, have a life-giving plan in how to communicate ideas and concerns. I believe one of the greatest callings we'll ever get is, is calling to leaders, calling to, to be with certain leaders long term. I know that's not always possible, uh, either because of circumstances, God's calling, sometimes what the leaders do. But we want a heart to where we are a strength to the leaders over us. And I believe it's an investment. The Lord basically told me two things about as early on when I was under other leaders and working things out, breaking a negativity out of my heart, frustration. Uh, he, he said, Steve, how you think and act under the leaders over you now is planting seeds for how people will think and act under your leadership in the future. And the second thing he told me was how... I respond to the perceived faults of the leaders over me is one indicator of how ready I am to lead myself. We live in a, a time where there's criticism, where there's uh, just negativity concerning leaders over us, whether it's political leaders, whether it's leaders in the, the marketplace, leaders in ministry, leaders in education, where the respect factor has declined greatly. And I'm not saying we approve of everything that people are doing. And, uh, but I am saying this, that, that as we get a heart for leaders and we understand that varied assignments that we have in our life, one of the most important is going to be the assignment to certain leaders in different spheres of society. I bless you. You're an Aaron and her who are holding up the arms of the Moseses so there can be victory in the environment and organization that you're a part of. Wow, wow. Hey, if you like these podcasts, if you like this one, hey, why don't you send it to somebody else? And I believe it will be a blessing. Hey, we're here at Igniting Hope to ignite your hope. Hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present, and we have the power to help make it so. Hope is excited about the future. 
I believe our hope level determines our influence level, and he was the most hope is the most influence. There are no hopeless circumstances. There are no hopeless families. There are no hopeless people. <laughs> There's just people around them that do not have hope. And here's what I believe, that when somebody in an environment gets true hope, in a nation, gets true hope, when someone becomes like an e Ezekiel who starts prophesying life to seemingly dead situations and gets hope for it and gets so much hope they start speaking life over the situation because out of the abundance of the heart, out of the beliefs of the heart, the mouth speaks. When that happens, everything is going to change. Increasing hope is the evidence we're renewing our mind with truth instead of lies. Decreasing hope is the evidence that we're renewing our mind with lies instead of truth. It's very difficult to influence that which we do not have hope for, whether it's ourselves, our family, other people, leaders over us, people we're leading, or a nation. And remember, too, the joy of the Lord is your strength. We don't need strength at the end of the battle. We need strength in the middle of the battle. For pretty much everybody listening today, today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. <laughs> Either you're battling, you're too tired, or you have disappointments, there's frustrations, there's uncertainties, there's relationship issues, there's financial challenges, there may be physical challenges, but I've never really found a time where it's convenient to be radically joyful. There's always a reason why. But the joy of the Lord is my strength. A merry heart is good like medicine. My emotional and physical health is connected to a merry, cheerful heart and me embracing that. And two keys to walk in joy. One is thanksgiving, gratefulness. The more grateful we are is the more joy we'll have. The more we focus on what we have rather than focusing on what we think we don't have is the more joy that we'll have, the more strength that we'll have. And then the second is this. It's Psalm 37, verse 4. It's to delight ourselves in the Lord. And he says, and he will give you the desires of our heart. The delighter in Psalm 37, verse 4, is delighting with unfulfilled desires. Things that he or she wants to see happen that haven't happened yet. <laughs> Delighting with disappointments in his or her life. But, and it's the key. What's interesting is that when we delight, it dramatically increases the likelihood of a desire being fulfilled because a lack of delighting, a lack of joy in our current situation is one indicator that we're not ready for the more. We're not ready to be able to handle the more that, that the desire that we have will increase. Now, that's not always the case, but it is often the case. The delighter is living while they're waiting, while the non-delighter is waiting to live. You are a delighter. And the delighter's mantra is this, Woohoo, Lord, I'm so excited. I can't wait to see what you're going to do in that situation. I don't know how you're going to do it, but you're going to do it. Why don't you just think of an area right now where you're tempted or you have a spirit of heaviness where it just seems too big and every time you think about it, you just it pulls your joy down. Think about that. 
Maybe it's family. Maybe it's financial. Maybe it's uh, other relationships. Maybe it's frust- you're just frustrated about closed doors or, or failures in your own life. And you think about, wow, things that you've failed in. Or maybe you think your life, you just, it's just too late and, and you, you, you're, you're behind for the age that, you should, that you're at. No, listen, just start saying, woohoo, Lord, I'm so excited. I can't wait to see what you're going to do there. I don't know how you're going to do it, but you're going to do it. I'm delighting in you. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Hey, before I pray over you, I'm going to have you pray today also for Igniting Hope Ministries. And this is being recorded at the beginning of 2024. And I've done some really important um, podcasts already this year and uh, just uh, 2024, the year of God supernaturally multiplying uh, what we dedicate to Him, and hope is excited about the future. And we have so many podcasts available to you that you can just find and, and get uh, encouragement. And again, Jim Baker, we're going to be doing a Wealth with God uh, master class. If you're looking for breakthrough in your finances, to find a way to invest. I don't know anybody better than Jim Baker from a biblical point of view, practical point of view, uh, developing skill sets in finances and wisdom in finances. It is so powerful. We're going to be doing a master class in the morning on, uh, this is Pacific Daylight Time, uh, Pacific Standard Time on February 7th, and then we'll be repeating it later in the day. Uh We'll be sending out information through our newsletter from ignitinghope.com. If you want more info on it, hey, just send us an email at info uh, at ignitinghope.com and, and say, I want info on the master class uh, from Wealth with God, Jim Baker. And by the way, he's the other Jim Baker. <laughs> and then... Um, I mentioned also our Negativity Fast Positivity Feast starting in uh, February 14th, Valentine's Day here in America. We're going to be doing our transformational mind renewal course, five month, our most radical content, five steps of radical mind renewal, starting that in April. Then in the beginning of May, first weekend in May, Friday and Saturday here in Redding, California, we're going to be doing our Abounding Hope and Joy Conference and that's going to be a two-day event here. If you're out of the area um, and you've wanted to come to Reading, maybe visit Bethel Church as well. We're going to be doing that then. We're going to be doing more things on marriage. We have a lot happening in 2024 to ignite your hope in families. We've got some things for parents uh, coming up, marriage things coming up, oh, and, and more. I'm going to be traveling to Fife, Washington and Seattle, Washington last weekend of of January. We'll be in St. Charles. I'll be in St. Charles, Illinois, near Chicago in February. Carmel, Indiana, near Indianapolis uh, in March. April, I'll be in Wichita, Kansas, and I'll be at the Dove International. I think it's, I got to keep looking and make sure I got the name right, uh, in Pennsylvania also. Uh, in April, Bethel, Atlanta in May, Salem, Oregon in May, San Diego in June, and there's others. Wow. Woo-hoo. 
Hey, we've been doing something to model the power of uh, short prayers. Short prayers are necessary in this hour where we have uh, so many needs given to us and the belief that short prayers are powerful. The centurion told Jesus, just speak a word, speak a short prayer, and that'll bring breakthrough. You are more powerful than the centurion, (laughs) and you're like Jesus. And we've been using this uh, to model it, to pray over Igniting Hope Ministries. I've listed many things that we're doing. Your prayers are powerful and effective. We feel them. And so why don't you just pray for us? And just, you know, one special personal request is my wife, Wendy's kind of, she's struggling physically right now with some things. And um, yeah, just, we just need some, some breakthrough sinus infection. It just won't seem to leave. Will you stand with us? on that because on earth as it is in heaven, there's no sinus infections or whatever she's battling in heaven. So, yep. Will you pray five seconds starting right now? Yep. Amen. Amen. And just take a moment and thank God. Just thank him out loud. If you're able for what you just prayed, your thanksgiving waters, your prayer with faith. And I wanted to mention Vision Partners. You can find that on ignitinghope.com. If you're interested in being a regular financial contributor to Igniting Hope to help us get this message around the world, we are not a 503c nonprofit organization. So people who give to us do not receive tax credit. And so we have developed some special little fun gifts and benefits for those who want to give. You can find out about that at ignitinghope.com. If you can't find it, email us at info at ignitinghope.com and say, I'm interested in potentially being a vision partner and would love uh, more information. Hey, I pray the prayer of faith right now over you, the listener of these pod, this podcast. If you, whether you've listened to hundreds or this is your first one, I bless you in the name of Jesus. And I say 2024 is a year of breakthrough for you, breakthrough in your emotions, breakthrough in your relationships, breakthrough in your finances, breakthrough in your influence. I'm hearing the Lord is releasing ideas. He's given you supernatural wisdom on, on how to approach different situations. He's, he's building a fully convinced mindset about who you are and what you're called to do. And he's breaking off poverty attitudes, debt mentalities. He's breaking off negative comparison. He's breaking off uh, frustration, victim mindset, pessimism, shame, unworthiness, disappointment, and discouragement. Boy, he is doing a lot. He's healing relationships around you. Thanks so much for listening to this message today to how to positively influence your leaders. What what an important message this is. And I believe leaders around the world are going to benefit as you sow into leaders Uh, Around you, you're planting great seeds for your growing leadership in the future. Thank you so much for listening. You can be a part of our live stream of this Igniting Hope podcast by joining our social media channels on YouTube and Facebook and hitting notifications. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing and leaving a review. 
Help us get the message of hope out to more people by liking and sharing this podcast. Also, we have so many more incredible resources for you, including books, events, and courses on our website, ignitinghope.com. And why don't you say this concerning the message in today's podcast? I receive it and I'll never be the same again.